Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel presents... Is... It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. Is this anything? Oh, yeah, Hammer, how do we play? Is this anything? I will run a couple different stories by you. You break down all the information, and you give us a verdict. Is this story anything or not? Alrighty. Is this anything? A flight heading to Tampa had to divert to Atlanta because a man with a box cutter was making threats to other passengers. Luckily, veterans on board were able to defuse the situation and subdue the man. Here is veteran Larry Cumberbatch talking about taking action to keep everybody safe on the flight. The lady came up and told us that the person sitting in the center seats had a weapon and showed it to them and said he's going to cut multiple people on the flight. And he has a weapon, and I don't know what kind of weapon it is. But basically said, yeah. hey, uh, I'm going to be sitting here from now on. And then he said, uh, no, the young lady's sitting here. He got, like, frantic. He said, oh, no. And then he got up, went to the back of the plane. He was um, concerned that maybe his movement was going to go towards them and, her and harm them. And then he just grabbed them, beer hug, you know, and they fell. Is that, wow, a, a, a couple of questions. Yes, this is something, the veteran's a hero. Two, how does a box cutter get through TSA? I mean, hell, that's what they used on 9-11. Box cutters, for right. God's sake. That set chills down my spine when I heard that. The whole point I, of the TSA yeah. is to prevent things from 9-11 happening again. I mean, how does that, something like that get through? Uh, shoot, I've had, uh, you know, everything but a hand stuck up my keister when going through the TSA. you got to pay extra I, for I, that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I sat there. My daughter had had tears streaming down her face, thinking that I did something wrong last year while she watched some guy grope me in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. And you're telling me a box cutter gets through? Uh, that's unbelievable. No, the, the, the veteran is a hero, uh, ran towards the danger, obviously. That's what veterans do. And uh, I, I'm glad it didn't turn out uh, worse for him or the, with people on that, or the people on that flight. I'm with you. It feels like the lead was buried here. Yes, thank you to the veteran who saved the flight. But how the hell does the box cutter get on board in the first place? I have to take my shoes off, my belt off. I have to deal oh, with the guy with the yeah. rubber glove who oh, sometimes was, isn't really gentle. I was rubber gloved. I mean, I was, I mean, it was, he asked me if I wanted to go into a private room. <laughs> right. It was on our way to Florida last year. And my, and my, and, and like, so I'm standing there and I'm like, no, just get it over with. And uh, they were going to search my daughter. That's how it all started. They were going to, I'm like, no, you're not doing that. I'll do it. Right. And they did some swab and something came up, you know, off her hand and caused something to go off. I go, no, you're not, you're not doing any search on my daughter. She's like, okay, we'll, we'll search you instead. Good. And like, like he used the back of his hand. Like seriously, I was wearing these pants. Look at these, like he used the back of his hand to go down my midsection. Right. I mean, he touched the marbles, man. Right. Like not with his, you know, with the. It was, it was the real thing. He got it, down to the Frank and the beans. <laughs> yeah, it was totally. 
I mean, we, I, you know, we got to go to Florida, all right? I, so I got, I got manhandled, but, the, but you know, the downside is- They gave you an I, extra pillow to sit on for the flight, but you got to go to Florida. So it's, I'm flummoxed that something like that made it through TSA when they do such uh, tough background uh, or uh, security searches. Um, Unbelievable. going through. Wow. Is this anything? Morrissey was appearing Saturday night in L.A. to a sold-out show at the Greek Theater, not only was he 30 minutes late on stage, but he quit after 30 minutes. He only did five songs. Here's the end of the last one. He says, cheers, quietly, and he just leaves. His band, I think they're kind of hung out to dry. They continued to play for a little bit, and then they left. Ultimately, the promoter came out and gave some sort of half-assed announcement. Cheers. Cheers. I'm Morrissey. Everybody at the team can make a work announcement. I'm very sorry, but due to unforeseen circumstances, the show is not going to continue. I'm very sorry. We'll see you next time. Marcy, cheers, everybody. Five songs. That was probably, he had it in his contract to, to get paid. You have to at least stay on stage for a certain amount of time and or perform a, perform a certain number of songs. And he was like, I'm out. This place is packed. It's a Greek theater in L.A. Now, I'm not a Morrissey fan. I don't know. I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell you. Like, I wouldn't hear a song come on the radio and say, oh, yeah, yeah, I recognize that. That's Morrissey. He used to be the lead singer for the Smiths in the 80s. So I think it's a real jerk move. Uh, I did mention, I'm reading this article, he did mention on stage early into the set of only five songs that it was cold during the show. It was cold out here. It was cold. Oh, it's cold. So I don't know what happened. I don't know the background here. Uh, I would. I mean, but jerk move and a real wuss move for an artist to do that and just leave, leave his band. Like what you heard right there, his band stood on stage for like two minutes, not knowing what the hell was going on before the promoter had to walk out on stage. Due to unforeseen circumstances, we have to you know we have to cancel the show so pretty weak move unless there's something i'm missing here about morrissey not not doing his own dirty work and right saying, if there's some other story okay yeah. but if it was cold was his excuse tell that to like the truck driver that paid to go see you <laughs> yeah. or somebody that lays you know asphalt for a living out in 110 degree I, heat I, I don't i don't like to stereotype too much i could safely say that there's probably not a lot of truck drivers <laughs> listening to Morrissey. I don't know. Well, you kind of lost me earlier when you said somebody might say, hey, is that Morrissey? Turn it up. <laughs> My response, hey, is that Morrissey? Turn it off. <laughs> is this anything? A British man yeah. has broken the Guinness World Record for solving the most Rubik's Cubes in one day. Cool. Here's the moment that he finally broke the record solving 6,931 cubes in 24 hours. I think before I die, I'd like to solve a Rubik's Cube. That's on my bucket list. Just one time. I, just one time. I, I've never, have you ever solved a Rubik's Cube? In Does taking the stickers off count? <laughs> I mean, for God's I've done sake. that. I, mean, I, I, like, I, I mean, I have no clue. I, I've had one since I was a kid. My kids have one. No clue. Just, I, I mean, it, it, it looks like. And so this guy solved how many? What was the number in 24 hours? 6,931. Yeah. A few things I want to do before I die. I'd like to, uh, you know, take like a Mediterranean cruise, go see the world, and solve a Rubik's Cube on my own without any help. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.